Hey y'all, welcome to Black Girls Talk Behavior. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Brooke. Episode 20. Hey Brooke, I missed you. I'm hey Jess, we are back. <laughs> What's are up? Back. I'm good, just relaxing. We're trying to relax on this lovely Saturday. <laughs> I know, the sun is kind of peeping out right now. Mm-hmm. It's early. <laughs> We're out of our heat wave, y'all. So it feels <sighs> good. It feels a really good Saturday today. Yes, I can't wait to put on some hoodies and sweats, you know? Some pumpkin spice, a pumpkin spice latte. Some Ooh, I'm about to go to Starbucks. <laughs> I know, we're happy as fall. We in California, so we just had a heat wave last week. Was it last week? Man, last, last month. Week. This whole month. Whole month. We always complain about our weather, but we are finally out of it, right? There's no more days. Hopefully, I hope not. Today's, it's cool outside. It's cool. I don't have nothing on. I don't have no fan on, no air conditioning. It feels good. Right. No air. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so where you been, man? You know, I just been, been I know. I just been working, being a mommy. Keith is a year and a half. So, Getting so big. He was teething last week. So, that was, I lost him. Oh, yeah. That's so, out. <laughs> going through the ropes any new time mommies or first time mommies or year and a half in mommies young you know the yeah. struggle huh where you been i know you've been at the gym oh yeah i stay i stay in the gym you know <laughs> but yeah just working i got another job y'all hey. this one's gonna be good it's like for consultating for a consulting company, sorry, consultating, consulting. So hopefully we'll end up building our own agency after. I'm about to learn everything. So. <laughs> That's good. Yes. Um, how to get a credential through the insurances for us. You know, just the whole nine. I can't wait to learn and grow. So that's yeah. going So yeah, you guys, um, today I'm going to be talking about um, task list item B15, define and provide examples of derived stimulus relations. Okay. Yeah. Remember this book? Oh my goodness, man! It took this me a minute to get it. Oh, why? Like, and I felt like when I think, when I thought I knew what it was, I still, I, I still didn't. Man. Like, I'm like, I okay, felt- I get it. If A and B and C, and and then I will see something else. We yep. have so many, so much materials. So yeah, Cooper, past the big ABA, study uh, BDS, BDS, BDS. They need a light bulb. Oh, and study. Yeah. Yep, ABA Wizard app. Like, yeah, all of them. They're all great. And it just took a while to understand this, guy. So we hope we could put it in layman, 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 layman terms for you today, yes. Jess. The pressure is on. Yes, yes, because literally learning it in different ways is how you're going yeah. to help you on that exam. Because if you see it this way, you need to know it 10 other ways too. Yeah. It literally means the same thing. You yes. Know? And it's very simple it's just when we're trying to understand the derived relation yes yes (laughs) complicated but it's not guys don't go into it thinking like okay i'm ready to learn not like oh here we go stimulus equivalents like no (laughs) no it's gonna be i'm gonna break it down good so we can you know we all gonna understand okay all right so we're ready (laughs) again i'm going over derived stimulus relations so this is any consistent patterns of responding observed on probes. So, you know, when we go out to the home, we want to make sure the kiddo can or can't do it, right? We don't reinforce. Mm -hmm. Um, So in the absence of reinforcement, we want to see if 
they're able to emit that skill that we're looking for, right? And that's what we call the emergent of stimulus relations. Mm. So the yeah, sorry, were you gonna say something? <laughs> no, no, I'm just thinking about like like yeah, when they already learned the skill and we're just trying to see mm-hmm. if they are generalizing it or if they can exactly. do it across different stimulus and stimuli. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, so then that brings me to the term derived stimulus relation. So what is it? This is basically used as a synonym sometimes for the emergent performance. So basically, let me break it down real smooth for you guys. When you derive something after you've learned something previously. So I didn't teach you. The derived part is not taught. Right? Mm-hmm. This is the unlearned part. This is the part that gets everybody mixed up. Mm-hmm. You derived because, okay, so let me use an example. Brooke and I, we used our podcast. Well, we, we, we joined our podcast after our Zoom group. So we had a Zoom group that we were using that we were studying with, right? After I learned with them, I was able to derive mm-hmm. my own, you know, relations after learning with them. So I learned it one way. And when I went home to study, I learned it a different way, but they didn't teach yeah. that to me. You know what I mean? I derived my own relation, if that makes sense. Yeah. But just basically off of something that they taught me previously. Or you like know? in the home when we teach like matching, like VPMPS from the um, VD the map. map. Yeah. yeah. We teach them to match cat to cat, right? Um, mm-hmm. And the same type of cat, right? Right, and then with the picture of the cat. Yeah, right? the picture of the cat. Yeah, so then they learn to match tree now. <laughs> right, they and learn. Then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just to go back to the cat later on, they see an actual cat in the real world. They derive their own relation, like, oh, that's a cat, right? Because we didn't show them a real cat. We showed them a picture of a cat, and then I don't know what other kind of cat we showed them a Play-Doh cat. But then yeah. out in the real world, they derive like, oh, that's a cat. Mm-hmm. There, you know, that's the derived relation part that we you know, that we all missed when we were were studying. Um, So yeah, so this brings me to now when you guys get your whiteboard on your exam, make sure you draw out this triangle, right? This triangle is is pertinent. (laughs) I needed it. I don't think I drew anything out on my whiteboard, but I definitely got this question and I had to draw out the triangle. So when you do draw out your triangle, you're going to have solid arrows and you're going to have broken arrows, right? The solid arrows indicate that stimulus relations for which explicit reinforcement contingencies have been arranged during training phases. So what that means is I was trained. Solid line means it was trained. I was taught. You taught them, you know, and then the broken arrows mean and this just means is untrained. So broken arrow means you weren't taught. I didn't teach you. Right. You derived your own relation. That's what the broken arrow means. So this could be tested by probe trials, basically, right? So broken lines, probe trials, no reinforcement, untrained, you know, not taught. So then now I'm going to break down what you are putting in the triangle, right? So the A, Mm -hmm. the B, the C, Mm -hmm. all right? So then you have reflexivity, you have symmetry and transitivity, okay? Mm -hmm. So reflexivity is tested by probes for generalized identity matching between each of the experimental stimuli. So literally, let's use Brooke's example of a cat. I show you a picture of a cat and you match an identical picture of a cat. That's reflexivity. So A equals A, cat equals cat, right? So so this wasn't wasn't taught. So based off of their prior learning, this was still probed. Because I remember when I was studying, I thought reflexivity was uh, was taught, but it's not. Nothing in in the derived relation 
our stimulus equivalents is taught. Okay, good. good yeah. Job. So yeah, exactly. So that's why let me go back real quick. So reflexivity mm -hmm. and all again, all these examples and the definitions we got, not examples, sorry, the definitions we got from Cooper. Mm -hmm. Um, but reflexivity is tested by probes, like Brooke said, mm -hmm. for generalized identity matching between each of the general the experimental stimuli. So like Brooke was speaking about, you know, something prior. We already taught you how to you already knew what a cat was kinda, right? But now we're just teaching you to match. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what she means by you know, probes. We didn't teach you necessarily what that picture was. We just taught you the match part. Okay. All right. Um, the next one, symmetry. So symmetry is, oh, sorry, real quick. So if you are looking at the picture, you know, of the triangle, or if you draw on your picture of your triangle or whatever, um, your reflexivity is not going to be an A, a B, or a C, right? It's just going to be A to A. You know, it's not really going to be on your triangle, but you're just going to have it there. Just write it somewhere. A equals A. Um, symmetry is a typical operational, oh my gosh, is typically operationalized by the probe trials that reverse the roles of the stimuli presented as a sample and comparison during training. So what this means, I'm going to make it, we talked about the, what was it, a cat? Okay. Mm -hmm. So a cat, picture of a cat, and then I guess a, a real cat. Yeah. So A equals B. Sorry, mm -hmm. I'm over here trying to get it together for y'all guys. So A equals B. So right, A equals a picture of a cat. B is an actual cat. Okay. And then the symmetry part would be B equals A. So the real cat equals a picture of a cat. Yeah. You get me? I'm, I'm on the right track now? Yeah. <clears throat> so that's what that means. Or in the Cooper book, it also says that A equals C and C equal also equal A, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's what that means. So that's the symmetry part. And again, let me read the definition because I stumbled upon it the first time. Um, but symmetry is just typically operationalized by probe trials that reverse, right? So A equals B, B equals A. That's the reverse. Um reverse the roles of the stimuli presented as a sample and comparison during training, right? So there we go. So this is training. This one is trained. So this one, you're going to have a solid line. So if you are drawing your triangle now, if you're looking at A to B, that is going to be a solid line. That is trained, definitely. Okay, so if you have your A to B right now, put A equals B and B equals A equal, you know, write that symmetry and then put trained because that is trained. And then untrained, Let's get into it. You will have also a, a dotted, a, a dotted. You're gonna have a dotted arrow line going back down from B to A because remember symmetry. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the untrained part. You knew A to B because I taught you that, but then you untrained. You learned that B also equals A. That's the symmetry part. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go into into depth, but that's literally I broke that down real good right now. I yeah. like that. <laughs> okay. And then the last one, um, transitivity. So. This is a third probe trial that's kind of evaluated. So this is the part, if they're able to get A equals B and then B equals C, this is when they derive A equals C, the transitivity part. That's the whole triangle, mm -hmm. okay? So let me see. So if you're drawing your triangle, again, let's, let's talk about it. So from A to C, that's going to be the untrained. So that's going to be dotted arrows, slashed arrows, whatever you want to call it. So A to C was not taught. I didn't tell you how to do it. I didn't show you. You derived your own relation. There we go. We're getting back to that. A to C is derived, okay? So if that makes sense. Um, let me see. What else? I don't want to miss anything. Um, 
Oh, another thing that they quote in Cooper, this is a ladder arrangement that is often described as a compound test for equivalence, right? Equivalence test because both properties are evaluated simultaneously, okay? Mm -hmm. So there, let me see. So I want to try to put this in perspective real quick. So you have your triangle. So on your, let me see, I guess on your left side of your triangle, you have symmetry, right? So A mm -hmm. equals B and B equals A. Remember to draw a trained line from A to B, right? And then an untrained line, so a slash line from A to B. I mean, from B to A, okay? So that's on the left side of your triangle. And that's symmetry. On the right side of your triangle is also symmetry, right? Because you have B to C. Okay, so same thing. So from B to C, that was trained. Okay, so draw an arrow going from B all the way down to C. That's a trained, not a dotted line. Okay, but then you want to have from C going back up to B, a dotted line. Okay, and that's also symmetry. I just wanted to say both sides of that triangle, the right side and the left side are going to be symmetry. Okay, and yeah. the transitivity, the bottom part of your triangle from A to C, that is untrained. I didn't teach you, you derived your own relation. And I hope I didn't confuse you, but if you're really looking at a picture while I'm saying it, you'll be you'll be good. Or draw it out as I'm saying it. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, at the bottom, you should have no solid arrows. Just dotted. Period. Point blank. Okay? Yeah. Let me get into some questions, guys. Let's do it. I have to get back into my groove. All right. I didn't write <laughs> these questions down, but uh, I got some for you. All right. So, um, what is... A derived stimulus relation, guys. Let's, you know, I talked about it this whole time. Let me see. Let me give y'all a few yes. seconds. Big <laughs> for me today. Period. I love it. All right, guys, that was enough seconds, right? Because remember, on the exam, you don't have that much time. So, <laughs> a derived stimulus relation is any consistent patterns of responding observed on probes in the absence of reinforcement, period, point blank. Okay. So, you derived your own relation based off something I've taught you previously, right? Mm -hmm. Without any type of reinforcement. We want to see if you have it or not doing those cold probes. All right, real quick, this is a good one. What is the solid arrow mean? Does this mean it's trained or it was untrained? Yeah. I, I shouldn't have gave y'all the multiple choice, but whatever. I'm gonna give y'all a few seconds to think about it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right, so remember, solid arrows mean trained. It was trained, it was taught, you were reinforced for something, right? You're conditioned, all of the above. So solid arrows was taught, trained. All right. And then let's see. Which one of the stimulus relations, reflexivity, symmetry, or transitivity, which one of those three is the untrained part of the triangle, if that makes sense? <laughs> Give you a few seconds to think about it. Think about that triangle that I was picturing or drawing for you, imaginary. Um, but yeah, if you remember me saying which one it is, the transitivity part, right? A to C, at the bottom of your triangle, slash dotted lines, whatever, is untrained, okay? And that's literally, that's it. That's my questions, you know? And that's my episode for today. Just recap real quick. I'm looking, bro, trying to give me off. She's like, woo! No, I'm like, <laughs> Let me do a recap. Reinforcement girl. <laughs> yes, I love it. And Brooke always remembers to do her recaps. I'll be forgetting to do my recaps. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so I talked about what a derived stimulus relation is. I talked about those solid trained lines. We talked about those broken arrows that are untrained. We talked about reflexivity, symmetry, and transitivity. 
And there's our episode. Let's go, Jazz. Good. Thank you. I love it. I love what I took was the probe. Nice. Okay. Everything was already learned. Everything is already conditioned. Now we are working through the three different types of stimulus equivalents. So I love it. Yes. Thank you. All right, guys. Stay tuned for the next episode. We're actually going to be going into section C. So stay tuned. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.